What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 181 of The Spectators. My name is Julian. I'm here at Brooklyn. What's going on? Welcome in. Happy first week of the MLB season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm loving it, bro. We get baseball back. The Yankees look fantastic, as always. Until we don't. Until we don't. That's the way That's the way it goes. Uh -huh. but I'm, I'm loving it, bro. Baseball's back baseball is in like fact back truly what like super back it, it bro the off season went by so quick more back than you'd ever believe it really did go by pretty quick yeah like it, it kind of zoomed um i think it was because like the free agency was like kind of spread out a lot uh partly because of sports have just been great in general this year which has been really nice um, and before we get into all the baseball talk i do want to talk a little bit about the sports in general because it has been a great year uh we just had the women's national championship happen last night. Caitlin Clark might be the best female athlete ever. <laughs> Not actually, but she might be the best college basketball player ever, actually. And it, men's or women's, she has been that dominant. And uh, her season did not go the way that I was kind of hoping. I was rooting for Iowa and her to win it. But LSU looked insane. Uh, I mean, they just dominated the whole way through. So shout out to LSU winning the national championship. Congratulations to those ladies over there. They were amazing this season. I think they lost three total games. That's a that's typically a good recipe. You lose less than you win, you're probably going to do pretty well. And uh, they, they did that quite a bit. So shout out to them and Caitlin Clark. Uh, we also had the men's final tonight, UConn versus SDSU, the strangest final four of all time. With But with that being said, you had three teams that historically were pretty good at basketball in Miami, SDSU, and UConn. So although it was weird and the teams haven't been good recently, the final four was really fun and we got an SDSU yep. game winner. UConn beat the breaks off <laughs> Miami like they did everybody else. And I fully expect UConn to do that again tonight. So if you guys are betting, probably bet on UConn by at least double digits because they've been doing it to everybody. And uh, <laughs> this UConn team, talent-wise, isn't one of the best. But in terms of dominance in the tournament, if they do win tonight, might have one of the best runs of all time in terms of just dominating everybody. So it's a historic year with a historic amount of upsets and all that. So pretty cool for March Madness. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, I, I love seeing two fresh faces. and yeah. Which is weird calling UConn fresh since they're a blue blood. But, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> so... Welcome back, UConn. Um, and then, and the men, the men's UConn team ain't as good as the women. So, uh, these days they're they're kind of the same. UConn women's have uh, not won. They haven't won. No, I, no, I know, won. but they they went on a stretch of just dominance. maybe the greatest stretch <laughs> like ever. So they, you, you look at that like what was it three straight how, years how they didn't lose it? a game? Like, like they're they're better. They're they're just better. <laughs> they, they really really were. So again, shout out yeah. to UConn. They're always great at basketball, men's or women's. And uh, they yeah. made it back. And just keep an eye out on that tonight. That's going to be fun. I'm excited for watching that and uh, seeing who the new champion is. Yeah, absolutely. And last night we had a, a quirky little little bit where we had us and the boys just sitting there watching WrestleMania too. <laughs> yeah, and WrestleMania was crazy. I do want to say WrestleMania, the way it ended, was lame. And the people who run it are stupid. They don't know how to push storylines and make them actually feel like rewarding. Um, I don't know. I, I thought the ending was dumb. And uh, having like a really, really great day and two days worth of fights and and entertainment end on like an interference on a great fight that kind of just ends is is pretty lame. So yeah, because they they were setting up everything so well with Cody Rhodes and like the fans were behind him and and each week like 
they were getting louder and louder rooting for him and the story yeah. was just looking crazy and it it sucks that it had to go that way because I don't think they could replicate like the the intensity and the emotion behind all that again. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough to make Roman lose because he's on this stretch of almost getting to a thousand days now. He's it's one gonna of the be longest. a thousand, yeah. Yeah, at this point make him go to a thousand, but how do you how do you make him lose now? Like Yeah. So, exactly. It was weird, but it was fun. I haven't like watched wrestling in a while and shout out TikTok because I've been seeing a lot of stuff that have just been getting me back into it. And I, I think they got me. I don't know. I think they got me. But yeah, it, it I, was fun to see it. It, it was it was fun. I, I did hate that ending and, and that that was something that would keep me away. But um, it was a good time regardless. And I, and I did enjoy it. So uh, shout out to all of that. It was a great weekend for sports in general. Again, WrestleMania, Final Fours. And we got baseball back. It's a good time. And but today, we we're here to talk baseball specifically. And what we're going to do is we are three games in. Some teams are, are playing right now. The Mets are tied 0-0 with Milwaukee. The Mets are probably going to met. On, so yeah. if, Mets if are probably going to met at some point. Don't worry about it. There you go. <laughs> Don't worry about but it. But <laughs> we're going to talk about the first weekend and the first series of the year because everybody got their first series in. I know it was a four-day kind of a baseball weekend. We had that day off just in case teams – uh rained out blah 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 blah. First week in the baseball, everybody's got three games in. There are a couple of undefeated teams. We're looking at the mm-hmm. Rays, we're looking at the Rangers, and we're looking at the Twins. A couple of teams without a win. Obviously, the teams they played. That's how that works. Duh. Uh, <laughs> ma- ma- but math is crazy. Math is wild. But we're <laughs> gonna go over overreactions, underreactions. Brooklyn's gonna give one. I'm gonna give one, and the other will give their opinion on whether it's an overreaction or an underreaction to just three games being played. Brooks said he had some stuff ready, so we're gonna start with him. And uh, I do, take I it do, away. I do. So, uh, yesterday we're watching the games, and uh, Ju could give you the little nugget um, that that our boy Lawbanger uh, gave us. Shout out! But um, Trout and Otani went back to back combined for 881 feet of home runs right a lot of feet it's a lot of feet and they're two talented guys so they could hit a lot of homers is it an overreaction that combined they could hit 75 home runs no in fact i don't think it's not an overreaction i think it's going to happen yeah if mike trout stays healthy which last year he didn't and he still hit 30 yeah, <laughs> if and, Mike... and, and, and that's that's why I even put it as over. No, because... it's not weird. If Mike Trout's healthy and Shohei's healthy, which Shohei hasn't not been healthy, but like obviously with the the stress he's always putting on his arm and the amount that he's playing, uh, mm-hmm. that's always a concern. That's always been the concern with Shohei. If they're both healthy and Trout plays seventy percent of the season, I'm not asking a full season. I'm saying seventy percent. Take two weeks mm-hmm. off with a with a little hamstring tightness. <laughs> I don't care. If yeah. he plays 70% and Shohei just plays like he has been the last four years, uh, they're hitting 80. Like, I'm Fair. saying Trout hits 43 and Shohei hits 37. Like, type of 80. Like, they're going to be that crazy. Fair. Oh, and one of them wins MVP if they're both that healthy. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, yeah. Because 75 from both of them would be insane. That's so like. many home runs. It's so many home runs. Hey, uh, I mean, listen, you say 75 is a lot, but uh, what was it? Judge and uh, Glaber hit 85 last year. Well, I mean, when you <laughs> when, when you got somebody hitting yeah, it's it's the, it's the classic Kobe. It's like, dude, me and Kobe had 81 points that night. 
Kobe had yeah. 81. <laughs> yeah, Kobe had 81. <laughs> but it, I, I don't see why they wouldn't if they're healthy. Because these are two guys that they've kind of generated their swings these days. Especially Trout. As you've seen Trout's career go on. Which, shout out Mike Trout. That's the jersey I'm wearing right now. Um, he's changed his swing as his career has gone on to much more of an uppercut. He is a launch angle merchant these days. He hits every ball. Which, I have a cool Trout stat. He has six of the seven balls he's put into play this year at 100 miles an hour or harder, only one of them is a hit. Was that home run? Mm-hmm. That's how that goes. Go, go, go ahead and give the little uh, law banger nugget, too, that happened when we were watching the game. He, and he was telling us right as he hits that home run, it was Trout was one home run away from tying the most amount of home runs ever hit against the, the Oakland Athletics in history. And as the graphic is on the screen in the game, he hits the home run to tie that. So Trout is officially the all-time father of the Oakland A's. The graphic was still on the screen as the ball was going through the air. (laughs) So sad. So I clicked over real quick and then catch a Shohei home run. It was awesome. Yeah, it was electric. So, uh, yeah, it's not an overreaction. I think they'll do it. I don't don't see why they wouldn't, like, at all. Fair enough. It's just me. Um, Now, I have one. Overreaction or underreaction? After Adley Rushman's first series and how good the Orioles' offenses looked, Adley Rushman mm-hmm. on opening day went five for five with four RBIs. Okay. The first player ever to do that, and he joins two other players to ever go five for five with multiple RBIs on opening day, Billy Herman and Babe Ruth. Damn. Is Adley already, without even a full season of play, little over a, a half a season and an opening weekend. The best catcher in baseball already. Best catcher in baseball? Overreaction or underreaction? He is the best. Hmm. And, and I mean, you're, you're taking all all his stuff into consideration? Everything. I mean, like, the de- yeah. everything. The defense, the switch hitting, the, the flashes of power. Clearly, there's, like, ability to just get on base, right? Five for five. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think like who else, but nobody. Will Smith, stand, Jose yeah, Trevino, like, Cal Raleigh. Yeah, like they're they're solid, they're solid. But just off of like also potential and and where he could be. I'm. It's not potential. I'm talking right now. If you're ranking yeah. that how they currently are, it's an overreaction to say that he's the best in baseball. I'm gonna say overreaction. I'll I'll put him like top five to. Yeah, I'll put him like top five, but again, those those two that you mentioned, just with what we've seen from them, I gotta put them ahead. Like there, there's still a lot that we have to see from from Adley, but I mean, there, there's no knocking what what he did opening day. Like that's that's impressive. Yeah, he's he's been really <laughs> that's good. impressive. So I'm I'm go- I'm seeing I'm seeing you. You you want a little bit more of a a sample? I'm already saying he's the best. I think he's the best catcher in the game already. Okay. Yeah. I like Will Smith. I think Will Smith's awesome. He's probably the next best guy, more or less. Yeah. Uh, I think he's great. I think Adley is just brings a lot. Yeah. So. Now, if we're if we're going projections, yeah, I'm putting him. Num- I'm putting him number one. Yeah. But just right right now, I'm gonna go with overreaction. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. What you got for me? Um. So, is it a overreaction or underreaction to say that? Stolen bases are broken right now and are too, 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 too powerful. 
Looking back last year at 2022, opening day, there was five stolen bases. Okay. Opening day this week was 21 stolen bases. Okay. Okay. The whole opening weekend last year, 17. How many do you think were stolen in the three games? I think think it was 70, right? There were 70 stolen bases. We knew base running and stolen bases were going to be up. We knew that. 70 opening weekend is is wild. (laughs) Now, is it an overreaction or underreaction that they're broken? I think it's an underreaction. or I don't think they're broken. Whichever the answer okay. is for that, I don't, I don't think they're broken. I okay. think, obviously, we need a bigger sample size. And I'd like to see the teams yeah. that use them more, records, runs scored, that type of stuff, right? Because if, mm-hmm. if you could lead the league in steals and still be the worst offense in a league. Like, those two things do not have to be hand-in-hand. Hand. So, yeah. uh, stealing doesn't correlate directly to production offensively, but it could obviously help, and it could put pitchers in difficult situations. Um you know, the games that you and I saw the most for the Yankees. Guess what? The Yankees stole like four or five bases this weekend. I saw Gleyber yep. Torres steal a bag. I saw Aaron Judge steal a bag. I saw Anthony Volpe steal three bags. Yeah, like, shout out Volpe. Yeah, great opening weekend for the Yeah, league. he only got one hit, and he stole three bags. So whenever he was getting on base, he was making some damage happen and, and making pitchers yep. uncomfortable and making some scary pitches happen. So um, I think stealing is just fun, right? Like, it makes mundane things like a walk feel more important you're not gonna walk a guy or not gonna want to walk a guy that has the ability to steal and i think a really really good residual specifically for a guy that we like that happens to wear 99 and be the captain of the new york yankees again to go back to them how are you going to intentionally walk aaron judge this year if he's hitting the way aaron judge started the year which has been insane he's been unreal already has two home runs if he's hitting the way he's hitting, and Aaron Judge already proved that he could steal bases. I think he stole 10 or 12 last year. No. Now you're going to put them in better opportunities to steal with the bigger bags and the, the you know, you're not able to pick off as much and rhythms kind of get messed up when you're trying to hold runners on. If you walk Judge and he just steals second, that's bad. <laughs> you don't, you're just putting a guy on for free to second base. Imagine a 30-30 season Judge. I like it's not gonna happen. I don't know. But I don't see why a a 40 20 doesn't happen. A 50 25 doesn't happen. I don't I don't I don't see him stealing 30 or 30 plus. Like I I don't think he's gonna be on first that often to be stealing with situations like that. But and and I don't think he's gonna wanna steal 30 bags, like realistically. But it's clearly there and clearly stealing is more prevalent. So Guys like him, guys like I'm not sure who else is like a power guy that might steal like a Trey Turner. Obviously, you don't want him on on the bag, especially now. Trey Turner's going to steal 40 bags this year. Jazz Chisholm might steal 40 bags this year. Uh, Julio Rodriguez might steal 40 bags this year. Like I'm not kidding when I say 40, and that is a giant number of steals. And it might be real because there's already multiple guys with three plus stolen bases, and we are three games into the season. So, no, absolutely, and I think it's a product of like. Early in the season, people are probably, like, not really expecting it to be that high, so they're not doing what they need to do to counteract it, Yeah, if, if that makes sense. I, I definitely think it it evens out a little bit. Like, it, it's not going to go down too much, but we're not going to have 
70, seventy every weekend. Yeah, I, I think it'll it'll calm down a little bit once like catchers are really popping throws over throwing the first throws, base. Yeah, because you're allowed to do that as many times as you want. So yeah, throwing the second for no reason, like <laughs> once once they strike somebody out or and anything like that. So yeah, I, I agree with you, but it is crazy. Yeah, so. it is, and you know I we need a big sample size obviously to see if scoring yeah. winds up going up with the teams who steal a lot it would be nice if they did i think scoring in general more in baseball would be good because it's hard to score with how hard and difficult pitchers have just become i mean the worst pitchers in the league throw sinkers that move four inches horizontally of tilt like that's the worst yeah. pitcher in the league now does that so it's really hard to score so getting guys in position and uh it kind of brings small ball back which i don't like small ball like at all because it didn't make sense no. before. Uh, no, I mean, why would you waste a full inning to try and maybe score one run? Doesn't make sense to me. But now, you get a guy on, you steal him. You, yeah. Now you more so guarantee a run with just a walk, just to initiate it. It makes it a little bit more, um, you need a run, let's go get one. As opposed yeah, and to the, like, thing stolen stolen bases. the thing with stolen bases, too. Like, I don't know how many of those 70 were like second to third steals mm -hmm. but but how often are, are you really doing that so they get the second cool now you got a guy in scoring position yeah exactly, exactly. so it's not like they're stealing second stealing third yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get like, we'll get more uh we'll get more results obviously as more games go on but uh stealing is definitely fun and it, it's it's been pretty exciting so far too i'm i'm here for it yeah if, oh, yeah. if there's 70 in a weekend cool um, I have another over or under reaction. All right. I mentioned some of the teams that were undefeated. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about all of them. I think the Rays are really good. Mm -hmm. I think the Rangers just, for whatever reason, own the Phillies. They, they've won 14 straight games against the Phillies going back over the last handful of years. So we won't talk about those. The one I want to talk about is the Minnesota Twins. They get new uniforms. They <laughs> get a bunch of new guys. They bring in Pablo yep. Lopez. He shoves. I think it was opening day. Uh, Sonny Gray had a good start. Joey Gallo comes in, hits two home runs yesterday. They wind up scoring a lot of runs. Is it an overreaction? I know they played the Royals, so we got to chill out a little bit. But is it an overreaction to feel confident with the Twins pitching staff after giving up four runs all weekend? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say overreaction. Like... Yeah, you could you could be confident with them after that because still you're you're playing major league squads regardless. Like four runs in a weekend, you could you could hold hold your head high off of that. Now, is it confident that they're gonna make a World Series run? No, <laughs> no. I mean, uh, you, you could be confident that they'll they'll lead them to some wins. So I mean, shout out. <laughs> yeah, and I mean Joe Ryan looked great. Yeah. Pablo Lopez looked good. Sonny Gray looked good. Obviously, Joe was right there. But bringing in Sonny and Joe are uh, and Pablo, yeah. pretty nice. Uh, Pablo had eight strikeouts too, so that was, was a pretty good game. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I do think the Royals kind of just suck. Is <laughs> definitely not nah, part I, of it. I do too. Yeah, but but they're undefeated and like three teams like that. It's hard to win baseball games, man. It's really hard. it is. It is. Now, I'll, I'll double down on that. There was one over under that I was going to do, but I didn't. Um, and I'll just throw it on here for, for you. Um, 
Joey Gallo, like you mentioned, he looked he looked good. He looked good. Is it an overreaction to say that Gallo returns to form and is a really pivotal part in this offense? No, I think it's an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. Um, he gets no. he gets a hold of two of them. Super happy for the guy. There's nobody I'm no. rooting for more in baseball than Joey Gallo. I think he's a great dude, super athletic. When he's right, and he hasn't been right in a while now, but when he's yeah. right, he is one of the most fun players to watch. Um, I don't think the shift ban helps him that much because he ha- he he hardly puts the ball in play anymore. Like yeah. he is, he's always been a high strikeout guy. He already has four on the season. Which, granted, his whole team all has four. The, the Twins love striking out. They're gonna strike out a. They're gonna. They might break a strikeout record of Twins this year. Dear Lord, I'm <laughs> so serious. They might break a strikeout, strikeout record. record. I don't know, but it's probably way more than ever should be. Um, they might break a strikeout record with how much they're they're going down. They have 26 already in the weekend. Like that's not ideal. Uh, he's gonna strike out a lot. I mean, hey, if he winds up hitting 29 home runs, does that count as back? Probably. What's the strikeout record? What's the strikeout record? <laughs> oh, my God. It was uh, by the Chicago Cubs okay. in 2021. Okay. So, Javi Baez probably yeah. led led the team Had with this. Had to have. <laughs> One, <laughs> 1,596 strikeouts. Oh my god. Can you can you give me that number again? 1596 strikeouts by the Chicago Cubs in 2021. You know you know what that average is out to be? 9.8 strikeouts a game. They were striking out 10 times a game. You could chalk them, write it in the books, bank it for 10k's a game. Now, now the the highest before that was not far off. It was in 2019 by the Tigers. They had 1,595. So the Cubs had one more strikeout. <laughs> and shout out to Javi Bias. Shout out to Javi Bias. Definitely Javi Bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, look at the Twins. I'm telling you, watch out. Watch out. Um, yeah, I think Joey will hopefully be good for them, but I don't think he's actually going to be. Okay. It'll 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 even out to the Joey we've seen, sadly. Fair. Well, love the two home runs though. Shout love out. The two, yeah, I love the two home runs. Like he's a king for that. He's a king for that. Yeah. Do you have another uh, one for me? Um, I do. Okay. I do. Is it a overreaction or underreaction that the Rays will have the best pitching staff in the league? It's a perfect reaction. They will. Yeah, they will. No, I think that was my prediction probably before the year. I think I said they were going to be number two. I think it was going to be. I thought it was going to be the Yankees and then the Rays. Then the Yankees lose Montas. They lose Rodon. They they lose Severino. Um, so losing one of those guys would have put the Rays ahead for me. They mm-hmm. lost three of those guys. Um, yeah, I don't think that's even remotely an overreaction. The Rays have the most well-put-together bullpen in the league. I don't think it's the best bullpen in the league. It's the most well-put-together, which I know that sounds stupid, but, like, it tracks. They they know their lanes. Yeah. They pitch the lanes really well, and they have guys in lanes for specifically ground balls. They have guys specifically for strikeouts. Like, it, it works out for both sides of the arms, right? And then now, yesterday, Jeffrey Springs. Uh, if he's looking like this this year, I am scared. Jeffrey Springs last year, first of all, owned the Yankees. Every time I've watched him pitch, he decimated us. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to see a raised team that has four deep in the starting rotation that are legitimately good. Sometimes you'll get a guy in the raised uh, rotation that's not actually good, but they pitch well. And uh, sometimes they just kind of pitch well that game. But if you had them in the playoffs, like you're not worried about them. Six innings, 12 Ks, one walk for Jeffrey Springs in as their third starter because Glass now is still not back because that man has glass, bones, paper, skin is terrifying. Yeah. It's actually terrifying because McClanahan's going to deal. So I don't think it's no reaction at all. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, I probably, probably agree. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're going to be disgusting. And, uh, you know, we, yeah. we said it before. I, I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they're, like, the scariest AL East team for the playoffs. So it's, it's kind of a weird dichotomy. I, I understand yeah. it sounds stupid, but I promise. I, I feel like it tracks. <laughs> I promise. Um, What's another one I got for you? There are quite a few. I do like that Rays one, though. Shout out to the Rays. Shout out to Tampa. We'll, we'll be making our way over to some games. I know we're going for like a bobblehead night or two. I got like, you can't see them because the way we're cut out, but I got four Rays bobbleheads right here. I am not a Rays fan. I hate the Rays. I got four Rays yeah, bobbleheads. I, 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 got, I got a few of them too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just kind of what happens when you're around. Yeah, you know? we, got, we got DJ Kitty over there in the cut too. Dude, so. I do have DJ Kitty. I'm not bringing DJ Kitty out. <laughs> if there's anything not we're either. not doing is that um what's another one i could do i'm gonna have, i was gonna go with the rays because one of the franco is hitting 636 right now but uh we'll we'll avoid that we'll avoid that um luisa rise is where i'll go luisa rise okay. okay i like that i, I was actually gonna luisa rise has nine hits in the first weekend right mm-hmm. he has nine hits in the first weekend obviously the marlins are not very good the marlins are not really gonna be very good Gonna mm-hmm. lose a lot of baseball games. They're one and three. They were one of the four teams that actually had a four game weekend. They played in Miami, so there was domes. So they didn't have to take that day off. Everybody should have a dome in baseball. I don't know why we don't. Please get them. Retract the roofs. I'm begging you, right? Everybody. Yeah. In their games, and this is not going to be fun to say out loud. <laughs> they scored three, two, two, and one. That's not good. If you didn't know, eight runs in four games is quite horrible. Yeah. Pretty bad. Luisa Rice had nine hits in their four games. Is it is it an overreaction to say that Luisa Rice is going to lead the league in hits and batting average, and the Marlins will have the worst offense in the National League? <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I I don't think it's an overreaction at all. It it has every possibility of happening because <laughs> i mean Lu- Luis balling has nothing to do with yeah. <laughs> if he can't score good. and you know if they can't score yeah so i mean that that's tough <laughs> that, that's tough <laughs> I, I i hate that but yeah i mean no i <laughs> that, that that got my brain twisting and tumbling yeah yeah it, it could definitely happen. Luis could definitely lead the the league in hits, batting average, and the Marlins could be Todd Dudu. <laughs> so yeah, I, th- I think it's exactly what's gonna wind up happening. Now, now, now with that being said, I I don't think the Marlins end up being hot Dudu. I do think they're they're above 
Matt. Doo doo. They're above doo doo. <laughs> I think they're above doo doo. I don't know. I don't know what the scale is for that. What's the doo doo scale not, look like? <laughs> I could not tell you, but they 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 just stink. That's it. They just stink. They they ain't shower. They didn't shower. Please they're a little shower. musty. They're just a little musty. Weesh. Please. Uh, that's that's it. <laughs> Please. So from from hot doo doo, they go to musty. Okay. You got another one for me. Crazy scale. Crazy scale. <laughs> um, yes. Is it a over or under reaction that Aaron Judge recreates his insane season last year? Overreaction. Overreaction. Um, as much I mean, yes. let's start this out by saying Aaron Judge started last year, not great. He didn't hit a home run no. for the first like week and a half. And yeah. then obviously hits all the home runs he does, breaks the AR. Yeah, record. we we thought he was trash. <laughs> Oh, We're like, wow, is he hurt? Um, yeah. And I think that there's a realm of possibility that Judge has a better overall season than he did last year because he wasn't his best defensively last season. Uh, and he could hit for like the same average or something of that nature and the Yankees wind up winning more games. And he yeah. hits for like seven less home runs and I might chalk it as a better season. You know, it, it, it just might be that type of situation because – him hitting 55 home runs while hitting 344 with like a 1.3 OPS and like a nine war is really good. And I don't know what his projections are. I'm sure they're nowhere near that high, but he, he messes around against a triple crown this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he hits it, if it, it wins a triple crown with 54, or 52 or 49, like you don't even need 50 to get a triple crown. 40's a hot, a lot of home runs. He had 60 something. So, um, now, I don't think if all the, all the numbers drop and he hits 70. <laughs> yeah. Listen, 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 if judge hits more home runs than he did last year, put him in the hall of fame after that last game of the season. Just do it. Just put him in. I don't care. Check him, yeah. test him. If he's clean, put him in. If he's dirty, put him in. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so I don't think he will. I think it's pretty unreasonable to think he will. But yeah, it's um, you know. No, I I fully agree. I think he'll have a great season <clears throat> recreating that. That there was so much involved in that. Like you're playing for the contract. You're you're getting doubted. Like you're you're well, feeling hey, maybe maybe having a contract makes him play like a little bit looser. Maybe he was playing tense last year, and like he needs a little bit loosey goosey. And now he got it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I really don't know because you get the contract, you get the captain title, you get all of that. So it's like, what what happens? Because contract years are so after weird. you get. Or after you get your contract, are the scariest things to me. They typically go down. You're typically, typically so bad after. Yeah. yeah. And it's been like proven time and time again with so many players. Like, yeah. please, please show me somebody who balled out more or like was consistently skill wise for that season after they got their contract. Because yeah. off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody. I mean, there's a lot of guys in, like, basketball, but in baseball, it, it goes down pretty, like, significantly, yeah. typically. Typically. Not always, but typically. Uh, yeah. Obviously, like, Harper and Machado are different examples, but they were younger when they got their deals, too. Like, you typically don't get your deals until your judge's age, more or less. Like, he's, what, 30, 32 this year? Yeah. But but I'm specifically just talking about the, the year, the season, you signed that contract. So, you signed it 2023, that season. 
So, yeah, they're, they're always scary to me. But I do think he'll have a great season. I don't Not see why recreating I it though. <laughs> Not recreating it. No, that's just again, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, where do I want to go next? Um, which who had the better performance? And I mean, I guess it's not an overreaction. Here's what I'll say: overreaction or underreaction. Dylan Cease this weekend against the Astros gets a win, strikes out ten. Mm-hmm. On the day that they're wearing their gold jerseys, mm-hmm. had the best pitching performance of the weekend. Okay. Overreaction or underreaction? Mm. Probably just perfect. Like I, like I don't that's really, the, yeah. Like I, I don't really think proper. Yeah, yeah. I don't think too high or too low of it. Like probably. <laughs> you you look at Garrett Cole too. He had a great um outing as well. Struck yeah. out eleven. Logan Webb looked good too. Again, Jeffrey Logan Springs. Webb. So like I, I'm looking specifically at Cease because again the reigning champ Astros who improve offensively. It was opening night against Jose Abreu, which felt like a not like a re like a get back at you game, but you know it's it's Jose Abreu coming back against his first team immediately. Like he had mm-hmm. never played for another team, plays the White Sox, didn't have a particularly great series. Dylan Cease comes in again, doesn't walk a single batter, think strikes out ten. Gives up one run, gets a win. The White Sox, like, have expectations, but, like, only in organization. A lot of people don't think they're going to do great. Team situation, place in Houston. That's why I feel like it was the best. Um. Well, here's here's why I disagree. Okay. On top of the contracts where you might play bad after you sign them, there's one other thing that's always a lock. Whenever there's an award ceremony or you're celebrating something as a team or there's a presentation your team plays like trash every year every year every circumstance every event i don't care what it is banner raising ring ceremony Mm -hmm. hall of fame rafter always bad you suck yeah so i i'm not looking too deep into that that's it's whatever That's funny. It is what it is. Hey, Dylan Cease is going to be one of those guys this year. He's going to yeah. be that dude. I promise. So, I, it, hey, I, I got I got no doubt about that. The, yeah. the, the, the argument ain't <laughs> ain't that Cease is going to be a bum. It's just I, I don't care about that win that much. <laughs> or performance, to, to say, say the least. Yeah, yeah, the win's obviously big. Being the Astros yeah. is a big deal. Well, uh, cool. You have any more before we hop up out of here? Uh, we got, again, we got games going on right now. The uh, Mets are getting metted, getting slapped up. <laughs> um, I got one more. Is okay. it a overreaction or underreaction that the um, Phillies are going to have a World Series hangover from yes. just being, they will. being there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, they will. They I will. agree. And, and it sucks, too, because um, there's a lot of factors that go into it, right? Um, I think the Castellanos regression over the years is obviously going to play a factor. I think uh, Kyle Schwarber, as great as he is, and as much of a power hitter as he is, he's not hitting 48 home runs again. I don't think he will. Uh, yeah, Trey Turner. Awesome. Trey Turner's now the best player on his team until Bryce Harper gets back, but Bryce Harper's out until the All-Star game. Like, There's a lot of things that I don't love about this team. 
Uh, there's a lot of things I do like about this team, but uh, World Series hangovers are incredibly real. And getting off to a like losing three to that Rangers to start gives zero confidence in my in your ability to prepare for a season. Like this was the first season of series of the year. This is the one you prepare for. You have months to prepare for this series. You know you're facing the Grom. You know you're facing oh. Martin Perez. Get it done, and it couldn't. When does uh, Reese come back to? He... Uh, he just got hurt, so I think he's only on the ten day. So it'll take another, like probably two weeks or so. Um, or was his injury worse than I'm thinking? I I think it's yeah. He's on the sixty day. I believe it was like a ligament. If I'm, I'm looking up right now. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a ligament. He tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's out for the year. So that that's uh that's another big thing right there. Yeah. That <laughs> he'll miss yeah, seven and nine months, so he's gone for the year. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Without even realizing that, I forgot that Reese was hurt. I forgot that it happened. Um yeah, yeah the hangover for sure. They're not just hungover. They, they got they drank no water, they didn't eat the night before. There's no Pedialyte in sight. Oh, and they gotta and now. they gotta and they gotta work the next morning. No. It's a 9 a.m. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, my. They're going to work drunk. <laughs> Clearly, they're 0-3. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, but, I I agree. I, I do think the hangover is going to be there as well. Hate to see it because, I mean, you look at the run as well that they had to make. It was awesome. Just to get, just to get awesome. there. Like, that That takes a lot, and it it takes even more to recreate that, like, it it's doesn't. so you, hard to do. You it's you so caught lightning in a bottle. You ran with it. Congrats. Be proud of yourself. You you did the thing. You're you're not doing it again. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I I hate it had to be you. I hate I had to. Just kidding. I don't. I hate the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, Philly, Philly as a city got a lot of love and a lot of L's last year. So. <laughs> 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 Sorry if you're a Philly guy, don't yeah. care. <laughs> you bozos. You're lucky that the Flyers suck, or otherwise you go 0 for 4. <laughs> Man. Over <laughs> or not 0 for 4. Because the 76ers are really good this year. But the Sixers ain't making the, the, the finals. No, they're, 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 they're going 0 for 4. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, they're gonna go like 0 for 6. Because yeah, the fly- we had the, because, the soccer team too. Well, right? because the soccer team lost, the the union uh-huh. lost, right? The Eagles lost, the Phillies lost. That's over three. Joel and B's yeah. not going to win MVP. Over four. <laughs> the Sixers are going to lose to Boston in the the semifinals. Oof. That's over five. And the Flyers are going to be the worst team in the league. Over six. Brutal. I mean, hey, most cities lose. All the time, every year. But when you have really good teams, it makes it even more difficult. Um, yeah, Embiid's not winning MVP. Let, let's let like quick pivot for like two seconds. He's not winning MVP. It's Jokic or Giannis. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like I don't That's care. It. So over six for Philly. Shout out! Shout out to the uh, city of brotherly love. You y'all need a hug. <laughs> oh man! Y'all need a you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love it. You, truthfully, you, I truthfully do. 
Yeah. But um, that's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, I thank you guys again for watching and listening. If you guys want to check out all of our other content, at Spectators Media on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Got some great stuff coming for you guys. We've got another event coming at the latter half of this month. So if you guys are in Tampa and you want to shimmy on over to our Sky Gallery happen in downtown Tampa, make sure you check the link in all of our bios. There April twenty second. Tickets at over the, there at the at attic. The attic. It'll be a good time. A lot of great creative people coming around. BK is going to be featured. Big picture guy, big photographer guy, videographer, whatever words I'm saying. Words, the lips, the tongue. Um, oh, you know, whoa, we, get, we get freaky. Hold up. <laughs> make sure you guys are following us. Leave a like and subscribe down below if you're watching this on YouTube. And we'll see you guys next week for episode 182. Hey, everybody. Peace. Peace.